0: Whether you're a brand new agent or old hat in real estate, it always stings when someone you know uses another agent to buy or sell a house. In this episode, let's talk about how you can protect yourself from this happening again. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. My first tip is my best tip, and that is change your mindset. You could have a mindset from the onset that your preference is to not work with your friends and family. You've probably heard it said that you shouldn't mix friendship with business or don't mix business with relationship, or maybe it's don't mix sex with real estate. I don't know, (laughs) but in the long and the short of it is I have found that real estate tends to make people a little crazy. They can't find the house they want and they get super emotional and a little crazy. They don't get the price they want or they get more than what they thought. And then during inspection, the buyer makes a reasonable request and the seller gets super emotional and a little crazy. Sometimes it's better to keep the crazy from your friends and family at arm's length. For example, I have a friend that wanted to build a house and she would ask me my opinion on builders and plans. And I also knew my friend could be a little bad tempered and sometimes more than a little crazy. She's also demanding, entitled, And she's not afraid to use her social media sword to cancel a company or a realtor publicly if something doesn't go her way. Now, obviously, those are her worst traits. She has other traits that I value in a friend, but these are the things that make me nervous when it comes to representing her in a real estate transaction. So when she asked if she should work with a builder direct, my response was hell to the yes. I didn't mind losing a commission on a $500,000 build because not all money is good money. And I was afraid of what might happen that could damage our relationship or worse. Not that I'm a bad agent, but you know, sometimes things happen. The builder makes a mistake, but it's your fault. The buyer doesn't understand something, which you've perfectly explained, or they didn't realize there was a deadline, even though you warned them seven times, it's your fault. So when the opportunity to have my friend work direct with the builder came up, I jumped on it. I wouldn't advise this for everyone, but my friend is smart, independent, and would ultimately go over me to the builder anyway, so why not cut out the middleman? If you do want to work with your friends and family, and they're not choosing you, then it's time to be a detective and try to figure out what the root cause is. Maybe there's something you can do about it, but maybe not. Do they already have a realtor? We are trained to nurture relationships and maybe they already have a realtor from before you were licensed. I respect that. And I wouldn't want the other agent to try and undercut me so I don't undercut them. And if I have nothing nice to say about the other agent, when asked my opinion, I do everything I can to dodge the question. Privacy concerns are real. Maybe they have money problems or they carry debt, or they just don't want someone they know to learn so much about their finances. You never know who somebody really is until you peel back a few layers and realize, oh, they are not quite what I thought. In real estate, we tend to be open and transparent about money, sales prices, commissions, rates. It's all money. And we become immune to that old standard that is typically taught in corporate America. You don't ever discuss your salary. And most people don't discuss money. I also think most people don't have good money habits because we don't talk about it, but that could be a reason they don't want to do business with someone they know because they're afraid of what you'll think about them. It's entirely possible. They might be afraid of what you'll say about them too. If you have a tendency to overshare information about your clients, you're going to give the impression that you won't keep their information private. Sometimes I find myself chatting about clients or venting about my day, and then I have to stop myself because it's the wrong audience. I can say certain things to my husband or my teammates or other real estate colleagues, but when I'm with people that aren't in real estate, I make it a practice to not complain in any way. I just don't want to give the wrong impression of myself as a professional. It's a weird censorship, but I think it's necessary because your friends and family probably don't understand real estate like we do, you know? Is it possible they don't even know you are a realtor? This probably feels like a silly question because of course your friends and family know you're an agent but you might need to work on your brand a little bit here. Of your last five social media posts, were any of them real estate related? Have you offered equity updates to your sphere that already own homes? Do they know how great of a realtor you are? There's something to be said about the realtor that shares interesting content versus the agent that shares boring links to articles that no one wants to read, or just pats themselves on the back for being amazing on a daily basis. If you can be more interesting with your content, You'll get their attention and that's how you will be top of mind when they need an agent. Are you giving your brand a bad vibe? We talked about this a couple of episodes ago in the first impressions are everywhere episode, but if your social feed is filled with posts of you partying, then that's not doing your real estate brand any favors. This also goes back to the interesting content. In addition to interesting, you need to position yourself as knowledgeable as well, if not an expert. If what you say is who you are, how are you communicating that you're a boss when it comes to real estate without being braggy? Because no one needs that. You could share buyer tips, seller tips, share your successes, share your funny stories, share your failures or lessons that you've learned. Share, share, and share some more. It will pay off in the end when everyone you know thinks of you as their go to agent. And this probably goes without saying, but don't look at your friends as though they're paychecks. Sure, we're in a relationship business, but if your friend decides they're going to use another agent, cool, let it go. You might ask them what influenced their decision because you're always looking for feedback to help you grow your business. But if they don't give you feedback, don't press it. Wish them luck and let it go. I might be inclined to reevaluate a friendship, like if somebody lied to me. If they asked me for help and then they did a pivot and used another agent, and they can't be honest about why that happened, then I'm not sure I want to be in that friendship. Like if they moved and then they tried to hide it, who does that? No friend of mine, no thanks. So there might be a growth opportunity for you if someone doesn't use you, but not always. There's also something to be said about having a mindset of abundance. Sure, it stings to not be chosen by a friend or family member, but remind yourself that this will only free up your time to work with your next sale your perfect client is right around the corner. So once you've evaluated possible growth opportunities, it's time to let it go. When I was a new agent, I remember a woman in my office taught me her favorite four-letter word just for this occasion. Next, it's all you have to say. Next, and let it go. If you need a little extra help with your content creation, check out the Visible Agent Inspiration Bank where we have over 500 content prompts that will make sure you never wonder what to say on social media or any of the other content platforms that you use ever again. You can get that at savvyagent.co VAIB. And of course, that link will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll talk with you next week.